Welcome to the Rewired Podcast. I'm here today with Francesca Bonta. Francesca, great to have you here. Great to be here again. I love these moments that we have together and the opportunity to share with our audience. Same. And I'm super pumped about this episode in particular, uh, which is meditation style. So we're going to just share some of our favorite meditation styles and maybe some tips or advice on um, how to use those in your own life. So Francesca, why don't you start? Maybe we can just kind of bounce back and forth uh, between a couple different modalities, maybe what you're doing currently, maybe what you've done most uh, throughout the years, but uh, I'll turn it over to you to start. You can just kind of go from there and let let us know um, one of your favorites or what you're working on currently. Sure. So I obviously have been uh, in the wellness industry for forever and a day, so I have taught many different styles of meditation. On my website, I have quite a few uh, pre-recorded meditations as well, too. So uh, there's guided meditations, which seem to be really fitting for a lot of people. And there's different types like body scans, uh, visualizations, chakra, you know, loving kindness. Like there's so many different types of meditations. One of my favorites over the years has been Yoga Nidra. Again, that's also up on the website. But my personal favorite and the one that I wanted to share with everyone today is a walking meditation. So this is based on an Osho style of meditation. And I kind of change it up as often happens when I learn something, I kind of mold it into something that I feel fits me personally, and therefore fits my audience, because people are, are drawn to my energy for a reason. And so I've kind of added to this a sense meditation. So I'm a very busy type person. Um, you know, if we we're going to look at it, I'm more of like a type A, I get a lot done, very high energy. And sometimes the idea of sitting still and meditating, um, you know, in that traditional lotus pose, which by the way, I've never been able to go into lotus shape with my body. <laughs> and, you know, chanting Om, closing your eyes, that is not what meditation is for everyone. I mean, there are some people that have that kind of discipline and practice and that's wonderful but the walking meditation has been something that over you know the last 20 years has been the most well received and it is so beautiful how you can incorporate it into your life even if you live in a busy city uh, one of my clients actually was doing this when she was walking from her car to the go train this was a very high anxiety part of her day for whatever reason. And so she learned this with me at a retreat, you know, in the country where, you know, it was very peaceful and, you know, bright sun and beautiful flowers and in gardens and whatnot. And she took that experience and then applied it to her everyday life as well. So basically, I invite people to walk and meditate. So you're moving. Some people do, you know, a heel toe placement, and it's a very mindful placement of the foot, very slow. And you could do this barefoot, or of course, you could be wearing shoes and then incorporating your senses. So, you know, we know the sense of uh, touch, the sense of sound, sense of sight, all of this. And so what I invite people to do is to pick one scent for that particular journey. So for example, maybe today I'm going to walk down by the waterfront and I'm going to look for everything that I see that's yellow. 
So anything and everything that I see that's yellow, maybe somebody walks by and has a yellow jacket, maybe there's a yellow bird, maybe there's like a flag that has yellow in it, whatever, and you just notice all the things that are yellow. So what we do is we take our senses and then we kind of hone in on one and use that as an opportunity for more awareness. And it's crazy how much, you know, yellow stuff I would see on that day. Or you could do sound, you know, I'm going to listen to the birds. And then just every bird that you hear. But if we were just walking and not actually bringing our awareness, there's so many things that are happening that, you know, we can't, obviously we can't process everything and and we miss it. And so even, you know, right, right downtown Toronto, where it's very busy, there's always like this underlying noise of busyness of the city. You can still, if you allow yourself this opportunity, you can find that peace and that grounding. And then, of course, if you do have opportunities to be removed from, you know, the city or the town life and, you know, go into a forest or wherever you might be um, to practice this, it's a great idea. You can also even do it in your home. So, again, you know, colder months for me are not fun to be outside. So you could put on a piece of music and then, you know, maybe it has waves and bells and chimes and birds and, you know, different things. And you could say, okay, I'm going to listen to just the sound of the waves. I'm going to focus on that piece of music, the sound of the waves. So you can do this in so many different uh, ways. Um, You can even do it while you're eating. Um, If you wanted to practice, you know, your sense meditation, obviously not walking while you're eating, but you could maybe just focus on what in my food is spicy or what in my food is sweet. And to just take these little moments throughout the day to connect with one of your senses again, while walking or while doing your everyday activities. So that has been really, really helpful for a lot of people. And I definitely, in my own life, um, I would say like this is part of my daily practice for sure. Yeah, those those are beautiful examples, Francesca. And both of those mindful walking and mindful eating are part of the mindfulness-based stress reduction program. They're beautiful practices because those are two things that we do mostly every day already. And so why not add some complexity to that? Why not create some greater awareness? And you gave us some beautiful ideas there, the the colors and the sights and sounds and all the different things that we can bring into our awareness. And especially in walking, most of the time in this busy world, we walk just to get to wherever we have to be as quickly as possible, rather than just enjoying the act of walking itself and not being in our heads completely trying to solve problems and spinning uh, and worrying and ruminating. So yeah, those are, those are beautiful practices. Before I share mine or what I'm working on currently, I just want everybody to, to know one thing. These days we, our attention is so scattered and we were on to one thing, then the next thing, then the next thing. I encourage anybody who is beginning a meditation practice or who is already doing something is to really try to pick a couple different modalities and really stick with them for a period of time. While the process of meditation is very similar, each type of practice is different. And with deliberate practice, you actually start to get results. And if you continue to to, to bounce around and do different things, you may not get any further ahead in terms of the practice. So that there's a lot of research on deliberate practice in terms of how the maps and the brains change, but practicing one thing over and over. For example, if I want to be really good at playing the violin, I need to play the violin uh, consistently every day. So just a a tip there, because I see 
too often people are trying to change different modalities before they actually get so far. You know, Francesca has been doing this for decades. So it's uh, at this point, you know, you can do pretty much bounce around because you put the time in already on all those different modalities. I'm currently working on some deep mindfulness practice. I work with a, uh, a mindfulness mastermind group under Dr. Stefan Travaux through the Mindfulness Center in Oakville. We're working on getting into a deeper place with mindfulness meditation where we're actually looking to get into what's called nihility or the nothingness into emptiness where we actually completely release our any sense of self through a deep practice. So that's what I'm practicing currently. But what I would recommend people try is heart coherence meditation. Essentially, it's a practice where you imagine breathing through the heart center. So breathing in through the heart for a count of five and back out through the heart center for a count of five. Sometimes it helps to visualize a color entering the heart space and leaving the heart space. And while you're breathing in through the heart space and back out through the heart space, you bring a sense of deep appreciation, love, and gratitude at the same time. So sometimes it's helpful to think about a partner or a pet or a child or something that really brings a very powerful emotion into the body while you're doing the breathing through the heart space. And essentially this creates a coherence with the brain. And there's a company called heartmath.org that actually has a device that you can track coherence, which is, which I have. It's quite fascinating to see when you are in coherence, how everything just sort of in the body goes, falls into order because we're often in disorder when we're driving and we're trying to enter, answer a text message and we're late for an appointment. That's disorder. Hard coherence brings everything right into coherence, which is the time that we can really integrate. We can heal. Creativity is um, pulled from that. So that would be my favorite practice. Have you, do you practice hard coherence, Francesca? That is so beautiful. As you're, as you're sharing this, I'm like my whole body like I can't even tell you what I'm feeling in my heart space and I'm like welled up with tears that is such a beautiful beautiful practice and I don't think I've ever actually heard of you know the, the actual term heart coherence so there like there's so many meditation styles out there and so many new things that are you know people are taking you know old concepts and and renaming them like I said, you know, how I tweak things up a little bit. So the options are endless. So, you know, when I hear people say, I can't meditate, it's like, oh, yes, you can. <laughs> Anyone can, you know, just find the style that works for you. But that I, I'm definitely going to try that one that you've suggested. Um, very, very powerful.